Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you, back for the first episode of 2022. Twanu, twanu. That's right. <laughs> or, or, or 2020 new. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That's another one we can. Oh, try that's out. a good one because that feels like a two. Mm. So a couple, a couple to try out as we dive into this new year. And what better way to kick off a new year than with some new metal from a band that I would say, Jenny, we have been push prodded and led to, and said, why, why have you not done this band? Why have you not done Unloco? And their album, Healing. That's true. The people want Unloco. And we're doing it. We're finally doing it. We're, we got to it. And um, from what I could tell, this album had been sitting in my collection for a while. So clearly, I mean, I, I, I heard about it. I picked it up. But the journey to finally get to it took mm. until today. So um, I guess we should just dive right in, Jenny. Sure thing. When did this album come out this album was released on march 20th 2001 whoa yeah that is still in the thick of it that is indeed the thick of it and um i guess we'll start well i mean maybe i don't need to do this jenny matt any history with unloco not for me not for me I, I felt like maybe I knew who these guys were, and the best I could find is that it looks like they had a song on the Matrix Reloaded soundtrack. I had that soundtrack, but otherwise was not really familiar with this band. Yeah, oh, Jenny, yeah nothing was used in Little Nicky, according to Wikipedia, but it wasn't on the soundtrack. I'm not sure this could be another Spawn situation, <laughs> but... Uh, theoretically, nothing was used in Little Nicky, uh, which we did watch. We did so. watch, yeah. And mm. and just for clarification, the song "Nothing," right? Yes, <laughs> I just want to let you know that nothing from this band was in Little Nicky. I'll be letting you know every episode in 2022 if something <laughs> was or wasn't in Little Nicky. So <laughs> just know, uh, just, just be prepared for that. All right, so. Little Nicky, Matrix Reloaded. The guys are clearly locked in. Also, they had a song in Madden 2004. So All right. there you wow. go. Yeah. Um, go. Jenny, who's on, on Healing, who is in Unloco? On Healing, uh, we've got Joey Duenas on vocals, uh, Mark Serrano on guitar. Victor Escareno on bass and Peter Navarrete on drums. There is a, of course, you've got to have a little bit of controversy when you're dealing with these bands. So, according to the Wikipedia, it it says while the CD credits only the four current band members, Joey, Mark, Victor, and Peter, the band also verbally credit former guitarist Brian Arthur for writing a multiple songs but have yet to officially release details specifying which band members wrote which songs. Mm. So. And 
Brian Arthur went on to join Goldfinger. Am I correct? I believe you are right. Yes. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you went in for the ska. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Jenny, producer on this record. Johnny K. Oh, classic Johnny K. Johnny K. Back in it. So Johnny K. Johnny K. We got a long history with Mr. K, which is what they would call me if I was a substitute teacher, by the way. Jenny, Matt, let me just hit you with some bands that Mr. Johnny K was behind the boards for. A little band called Soil. Okay. (laughs) I remember them. I remember Uh, them. Okay. Okay, okay, here. How about this? I will just hit you with this. So 2001... This is how deep my man was in the new metal. He did this record. He did Soil Scars. He did No One by No One. He did Machine Head Supercharger. Oh, in 2000, he did The Sickness. What? Yes. Then in 2002, he did the second Disturbed record, Believe. 2003, Mushroom Head XIII. Did another Soil record. He did Drowning Pool's second record. He did Three Doors Down's record, 17 Days. Three Doors Down loved numbers, man. Let me tell you. Followed that up with the third Disturbed record, 10,000 Fists. A lot of counting going on there. He did a Plain White Tease record in 2006 called Every Second Counts. You're telling me. So, yeah, this guy's deep in it. He can't stop working with Soil. Did some Stain records, some Nonpoint Ooh, Jenny, he did Megadeth Super Collider in 2013. Good for him. So, Johnny K, definitely keeping himself busy. And um, I have a physical copy of this album here. I do not remember when I bought it. And I don't even know where I bought it based off of the price tag that's on it. Wow. The price tag that's on it says that I paid $4 American for it. That's a good deal. But the location says I got it from Todd's Tunes and Toys. TTTs. Todd's Tunes and Toys. It sounds like Todd's in jail. Like I don't like the sound of that. So I don't I don't know where Todd's Tunes and Toys is. Um, it was in Birmingham, Michigan, and it is no longer in business. Oh wow! Okay, thank you, Matt, for a quick follow up on that. Odds are, either I did actually pick it up from this place, and then it promptly went out of business because four dollars was way too inexpensive for a CD, or this was some other place in Michigan, and I they just didn't they never took the price tag off it. Who can say? Who can say? So we know producer Jenny. We got any genre tags? We've got one. It's simply new metal. Love to see it. Love to see it. Jenny, would you like to hit us with um, just this section in the Wikipedia called reception? Yes. Commercially, Healing failed to gather mainstream attention, and its release flew under the radar during the new metal phase of the early 2000s period. All Music's Michael Gallucci gave the album a highly negative one and a half star review, noting there's no explanation for why anyone should listen to these neo-metal knuckleheads when there's already plenty of other rap metal macho men doing the same thing. Wow. Mikey, coming in hot. Coming in Boom. very hot. Very, right. very hot. Yikes. Okay. 
there was um, one single from this album with a music video that we will certainly get to. But I think if we don't have anything else, it's uh, time to just dive in to this album. Certainly, let's do it. Certainly, let's certainly, listen. Certainly. certainly, what Can is happening to me? Do it. Yeah, let's do it. The first track is called "Useless." got a lot of tool on this song so i tried to stay awake section sounds very tool to me very maynard um and at one point he gets mad he's like i fucking tried your way <laughs> now i'm bored oh uh, yeah that, i fucking tried your fucking way tried. <laughs> did i fucking try <laughs> uh it, I don't know why it was so funny to me. <laughs> it, it gave me the um, whatever the treatment is where you're singing a song and you just throw a little fucking in there. I think that's called the Jack Black special. Yes, yes. that that is exactly that's exactly right. Yeah. Also, also the Dan Band special. You know, mm. throw that in there. People aren't ready for it. They're like, wait, wait, what? what? Did that guy? Did that guy just say? Mm-hmm. This, this wasn't like as straight up like comedic as anything <laughs> like that but i think i just have heard it done that way so many times that that's my association so sorry on loco but mm. i did laugh i know you were just upset and it sounds fair <laughs> mm. but i did laugh and i need to admit that <laughs> uh this song notable lyrically also to just having some Relatable lyrics, if you are a one of those pissed off teens, this lyric here, waiting in my room, I'm lying on the bed, because outside is just too cold, I turn the radio loud so I could fall asleep, but it's all I've come to know, so I tried it all for you. Who hasn't been there, man? Like, I need hey. to get out of bed, but it is cold outside, but I also want to rock. So I'm going to put this album on and crank it up. And then my mom's going to walk in the room and go, what are you doing? Get out of bed. You're laying in bed while playing this. I don't understand. And then they walk out. Who hasn't been there? There you go. How can you sleep when you're listening to music like that? 
No wonder you can't fall asleep. It's a scene ripped straight from the Bloomer household in 1998. You know, I get it. I agree, Lauren, that we are, I think, as you would say, certainly rocking. I thought this was a pretty solid open. I feel like, okay, I think I understand what I'm getting here. For some reason, what I thought on Loco was going to be was loco <laughs> but it's it's in the name and uh, you know it should be cooked into the crust <laughs> right it's it was there the whole time and i chose not to see it um but it feels very like it feels very sturdy it feels pretty straight ahead like i wasn't like, oh, God. But, you know, I was just like, oh, for some reason, I thought I was going to get something fucking crazy. And I didn't feel that. Felt like solid radio new, you know? Yeah, I'd say this. I'd say so. Matt? Love the love the riff. Pretty steady, reliable chorus. Um, melodic. Felt very new. But, yeah, you, you, the, the vocalist is in that... <laughs> When you when you're in that zone, you could you could approach the belt line of a, on a pair of pants. That is true. That is very true. We were definitely just close, <laughs> close to butt, close to the butt. Crack proximity is high. Hey, two thousand one. That's a low rise era, my friend. That is you, a we low were... <laughs> rise. We were all around the crack at that time. If you've seen a pair of jeans on Britney Britney Spears from 2000, 2001, you're in Crack City, USA. Oh, yeah. You are. Well, the lowest of rises, the darkest of times. (laughs) (laughs) Stop trying to bring low rise jeans back. You know not what you ask for. I love I love that that's the name of your memoir. <laughs> yes, truly. Look, I I've got a, a big old butt and that was a tough time for me. You don't want a low rise. 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 No, but my preferred cuts of jeans aside, perhaps we should listen to another uh Another song. What do you say? I think so. All right. Up next, we've got Clean. simple level i like when he yells clean um (laughs) i i was just like yeah that's what i'm expecting if your song's called clean 
then I better get that yelled at some point. And I wrote in my notes, it's got a chunky riff, solid new metal chorus. This one's kind of hot. It's also a bad relationship song. Or it's a song about my son not wanting to take a bath. Mm. Mm. Couple of options there. Jenny, what'd you think of Clean? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was a little bit more exciting than the opening track, by which I mean it went more in the direction that I would like it if all new metal went. Again, this is the kind of thing that sounds like money in the bank to me. I don't know that it, I'm not going to go as hard <laughs> as our boy over all music, but it doesn't, it doesn't sound like very distinctive to me necessarily, but it is solid. Um, I don't know. I, I liked it, but I wasn't like blown away. But I also don't know if I was supposed to be. Hmm. So that's where I am with clean. Matt. You know, I hear this and I just listen to Jenny's comments and I go, there's a part of me that wonders if they were thinking that, you know what, if if we can get a foothold in video game trailer music and the bar scene in a strip club, then from there we can skyrocket. Like, we can't license this song, but we can license your song and get you on the soundtracks, get you out there that way. That's the feel I'm starting to get. Because I know eventually we're going to ask a very important question, which is, do they have a bodies? Does Unloco have a bodies? And I know we're two songs in, so I don't know yet. I'm on the journey. But as an as an as a A and R guy over here, of course, I'm <laughs> yes. looking for that bodies. I gotta sell this thing. Well, what was interesting is that there, this is uh, this album's on Maverick, and Maverick is the home of Madonna. It is Madonna's vanity label, uh, but also Deftones is on this label, and. And I, I'm sure a, a couple other bands that I'm just not thinking of because we don't tend to talk about labels and don't have this stuff memorized. But uh, uh, there's this thought I had when, because uh, I was thinking about how, you know, the bands, the big indie band push of the mid 2000s. Mm. And you had your big bands, your block parties, your wolf parades, your modest mouses. But then you have like your second tier, your hot, hot heats, your Spartas. I mean, as someone who has seen Sparta in concert, who owns a number of Sparta records, at the same time, I, I listen to those and I know I'm listening to, like, the B tier. I'm not listening to the A-list boys. And I'm wondering if the thought process was you can't – you just got to have that roster built up. So for every Deftones that you've got, you've also got just this backup band, and maybe they'll get a foot in – and you can build them into the journeymen that, you know, somebody like Cold War Kids turns out to be. <laughs> wow. Or I, just, I am on this journey with you. Right, right. Or or my most hated, but apparently a consistent tourer, Dr. Dog. You guys remember Dr. Dog? You Woof. hate Dr. Dog? I saw Dr. Dog open for the strokes once, and I mm. was like, get this shit out of here and people were losing their minds and i was like for dr dog and and then actually now that i think about it i feel like they might actually have 
like broken up or gone on hiatus and i remember there was like an announcement people were like on the facebook they were like oh man dr dog gonna miss you guys i'm like you're gonna miss dr dog for one their name is dr dog which is top 10 terrible band name (laughs) i don't know think of a (laughs) dog as a doctor it's funny it's cute no (laughs) lauren you're obsessed with filter like give everybody a Wow. It's fine. It's fine if people like Dr. Dog. I mean, it's fine, but also Yeah. I I just I guess I just don't think they're that bad. You know, Jenny, Jenny, I, to go did you, listen, other way. did you listen to Dr. Dog while making breakfast this morning? <laughs> oh yeah. We're yeah, we're a big Dr. Dog household over here. Dude, they respect um, the dog over there. Yeah, our dog like is about to graduate from medical school. It's put us into a lot of debt, so maybe you should shut your mouth. Maybe you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Wait till you need to get your pancreas out. And the only doctor available is a labradoodle named River Sosha. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be boned and that uh, is a dog <laughs> doctor joke <laughs> um I do. you are very good at this jenny, jenny you are wow <laughs> jenny's jenny's tight five on dr dog is incredible this is yeah. a legendary set i'm quitting my job and taking this on the road please feed my family uh Speaking of Unloco and perhaps their remarkability or unremarkability, Lauren did send over a truly weird interview that I'm sure we'll get all into as we go on. But one of the questions this weird interview asked is, uh, how do you think you're different than any other metal band today? And this was an interview with Joey. And he said, I don't think we're different than anybody. I just think we go out there and try to do our best to live up to our potential. And it shows. And that is what made me think, well, maybe, you know, if I'm just like, oh, this doesn't really sound much different from anything else happening at the time. Like, I don't think that that was the goal of this band. Like they formed in 2000. They're from Austin, Texas. This comes out in 2001. So they're formed in the time that this music is popping off. They're released. They're signed to a label and this is released pretty quickly. I mean, I think this was just what they're going for. And the first time I listened to it, I was maybe a little bit like underwhelmed just based on how often this had been recommended to us. But when I listened to it through the lens of like, we're just trying to be solid at whatever we're doing. We're not trying to like revolutionize the genre. I think that made it like a little more palatable for me. It's definitely not bad. It sounds great. Jenny, can we, I know you said you want to talk more about this, um, about this insane interview later. Um, but there is one section I just want to talk about because I want to talk about priorities and what they are for people. <laughs> we can get into it right now. Let's get want. into it. So um, one of the questions asked is if a nuclear bomb were to wipe out everybody but you and three people, who would those people be? So actually, let's start with you, Matt. A nuclear bomb wipes out everyone except you and three people. Who are those other three people? Wow, this is really tough, but you know, I'd have to go with my daughter and my wife. Okay, good start. And then um, I need a doctor, so whoever... (laughs) Wait, Dr. Dog, River Soja? <laughs> Dr. 
your dog, River Sosha. That dog knows how to take out a spleen, whatever I need that dog. I need a general practitioner. Okay. Good choices, Matt. I'm really happy with these choices. Now, Jenny, what did Joey say when given this option? So, (laughs) Joey selected Jonathan Davis because he's just a good person to hang out with. His tour manager, because he wouldn't know what to do with his life without him. And that really famous chef, Emeril. (laughs) (laughs) This is the kind of chaos I'm coming for. (laughs) (laughs) That is loco, I would say. That's perfectly insane. And it's right smack dab in the middle of this interview that's just, you know, trucking along. And at first you get like a little little weird questions like, have you ever inhaled Joe? And I'm like, okay, that's a weird question. But then they're like, describe your music. And I'm like, okay, we're back into it. And then it's like, if a nuclear bomb, like, oh boy, off the rails again. The first question of this interview is, so Joey, tell me your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, And he gives it with the year too. Um, Ah. so funny, this interview, my God, you know, but he does say his hero is his dad, but (laughs) not enough of a hero. And, and perhaps, you know, his father's no longer with us. I'm not sure, but that list of people to have, I just imagine like, I, there's like a twilight zone marathon going on that I've been watching. And I just imagine this in like a twilight zone episode where like he gets his wish and this like nuclear, like bomb has wiped out everybody on earth. But for some reason, Joey gets his wish and the reaction that Jonathan Davis Emerald and his tour manager would have like, it's us. What the fuck? Emeril is very confused. Presumably he's not met any of these people. Probably I'm going to guess Emeril doesn't know who Jonathan Davis is. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like it would be a situation where they would all just go, "Wait, what about wait, our families? Wait, who are you? What They're fam- all they're all dead? Why <laughs> what? <laughs> Emerald yeah, has no, like I a weepy, you. a weepy bam comes out of his mouth. Uh, I and and then Joey's like, I picked you, JD, because I mean, you're such a good hang. And he's like, Thank <laughs> you. My whole family and everybody I love is dead. I need a minute. And the tour manager is undoubtedly embarrassed. Mm. He's on his cell phone, but no one's picking up because they're all dead. Right. And then immediately Joey's like, okay, this was a mistake. Didn't think about that aspect. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think Joey really thought this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's okay. He was probably yeah. knocked right off his center when the first question was, So Joey, tell me your birthday. <laughs> Although I think this interviewer, though they are listed as the editor in chief of this website, um, I think they might have been in high school when this happened, just based on the questions. There you have it. Well, you know what? Let's dive into the next song. All right. Up next, we've got Naive. Hey, man, want to 
Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. You see the Mooney Suzuki the other day? Uh, yeah, man. I was at that Mooney Suzuki show. Do you see who the opener was? Did you see who the opener was? It was a Dr. fucking Dr. Doug, man. Hey You're man. Like, I needed surgery halfway through that show. And I gotta say, those paws came through. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, I was skeptical. Hey man. Hey man, I was skeptical. I was skeptical that he could use his back paws to basically like seal up the wound, but he did his little kicks and he stitched it right up. Whoa. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. Wow, what a powerful lyric. Incredible. You know what? It gets to the root, it gets to the core of communication, of just getting someone's attention because it certainly got ours if someone says hey man you're like oh this this might be a serious conversation i'm about to have right now jenny if you're just somewhere yeah. and you just hear someone say hey man are your, your immediate defense is up like all right so it's, it's about to get real oh yeah i'm like hey hey man <laughs> don't call me man We'll call you. <laughs> yeah, don't call me, man. We'll call you, man. I say man way too much. I say man. I call everybody man. Hey, man. I call it's everybody cool. man. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot. So I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I felt immediately familiar when I was listening to the song. Ah, uh, yes. Hey, man. I really thought this song did start to take us a little bit close to butt town. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It got a little yarly, a little yarly, still, still firmly new, but you know, it's like if you're on a trail and it's like flat land, but you see the mountains up ahead, mm. I feel like we're on the, the lower back, pretty, pretty steady land, but Certainly in the in the offing, you see the cheek mountains. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the uh, mountains are the butt the che- and the cheeky excellent. Mountain. Yes. Yes, yes, my excellent. You're analogy. living at the belt. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Um yeah. I wrote in my notes that you can't know what this guy's going through because you're fucking naive. Man. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. I think we're ready for the next one. All right. Up next, we've got Face Down.
So Matt, I'm gonna hit you with a surprise right now. Bring it. This is the single. I knew it. I am not surprised. Not surprised. Ooh. Oh, Matt. Say more. Tell us. How did you know? Uh, this sounds like a charting radio song, is why. Now, here's my problem, is that it sounds like a thousand other charting radio songs. I, I don't hear that, and I think this is on Loco. I think this sounds like a charting radio song. It's got it's got all the elements you need. It's not too hard. It's not too soft. Catchy anthemic chorus. Strong song structure. Very enjoyable. At the same time, not breaking new ground. Not really making me think this is on loco. You know, you hear blind and it's like, holy shit, who the fuck are these guys? You hear bodies, you're like, whoa blown away you hear this and you're like that's a good song and then that's it and you just keep going about your day mm. to some people their their antenna gets hit by that and they go who is this band this is my <laughs> these are my doctor dogs now <laughs> you gotta you're, find your doctor dog you're the doctor dog now dog <laughs> doctors that's right you know, remember when Sean Connery said, you're the doctor dog now, dog of doctors? Yeah, he yes. is the dean of the medical school that we're going to. So. Is he alive? I, no, I don't think so. You're so, the man now, that's the, word, that's the tough part. Is it is The dean is a ghost, but oh. you oh, know no. what? It's still a good school. <laughs> well, you know how like dogs have extra sensory. Exactly. So that's what how they're What is he barking to... at? Oh, right. No. What is he barking at? <laughs> yeah. It's Sean Connery right. trying yeah. to teach them how to be doctors. Right. Not all dogs can be doctors. <laughs> no, is what we're trying no, to say. No. But, but all, all dogs go to heaven. That is correct. All doctors can be dogs. So. Uh, There's so this much. This is the greatest logic puzzle <laughs> of all time. Oh, man. Really worked it down. Jenny, let's talk about this music video. Oh, yes. Matt, I know you did not get to see this video. And so this is a classic scenario where they have said that they're going to put a uh, they're going to put this band in a dank warehouse and have them just rock out, which strikes me as money in the bank. Smart yeah. move. No problems there. But they don't give Joey a microphone or a mic stand. They just have Joey standing with nothing to do with his hands. And I'm going to say it. I feel for the man because he didn't know what to do with his hands. And at one point, he does something with his hands that I can only equate to doing an air saxophone <laughs> yeah it's a lot of i was like oh i wouldn't know what to do with my hands if i were him either mm. like the dude he needs a mic he needs a mic stand it's so weird to watch well i was thinking about it was like most of the time it, it, here's the thing i don't think about the fact that a that a front man has or doesn't have a microphone in a music video until really this video then i was going back and i was like 
who does and doesn't have a mic stand, who does and doesn't have a mic and are able to thrive or fail. Because I thought about it, I feel like Sully's like a 50-50 guy. Like he's 50% of the time he's got a mic, 50% of the time he doesn't have anything, but it doesn't matter. Draymond, I feel like there's a lot of videos where Draymond's just somewhere and he doesn't have a mic and it doesn't matter because it's Draymond. But Joey needs a mic. He needs a mic. He needs it now. Otherwise, he's going to be lost at sea. I feel like the difference, too, is the the angle of the shots and the editing. Because if you think about, like, how you normally would see, like, any of the people we mentioned or, you know, Shifty Shellshock, no mic when he's in the jungle. That's right. Butterfly video. Um, it's usually, like, head on. And it's somewhat, like, tight on the face and the shoulders. This, we're getting the whole profile and like the complete upper body sometimes the whole body and i think that's why it's weird there's I think also if we we're just yeah go ahead man yeah there's also this thing when in a performance video the mic with new metal allows the singer to curl over to do that back arch and then lean down that emotes i'm in pain i'm a pained man or the the this in front of them with the hunched shoulders and the scream, with no mic doesn't work. I think that's what we were seeing. That's where like I got a little bit of like this like dinosaur sort of thing going because, on. Because like I think like when I think of sh- shifty shell shock and you know you think of um, come in my baby come come my baby, there is an element more of hip hop which can go micless and be fine because accentuating the beats with your hands is part of it. This is the whitest shit I've ever fucking said in my life. Let's go, Matt. Let's go. But you, you know what I mean? Like, if I watch Method Man without a mic, he still makes me believe it because of his cadence, because of his stance, the way that he's moving, the way that he is in full control. He is still delivering the message completely with his body. But there is something about emotive rock music that if somebody starts posturing and things like that it better be like to beat down or to hardcore or to something like that because it like it needs extra oomph not like i mean hey like no no get that mic curl yourself over you gotta look like a wounded bird please it's very true um yeah the the video also i don't know if it was just a a budget thing but i mean i kept thinking that maybe there would be some sort of secondary plot or some sort of you know storyline that never happens and then there's a few random shots that are like pov shots of like the drummer that feel like uh if you were playing a first person shooter game but what you're doing is playing the drums i was like okay interesting decision but mostly i just was like can I get this man a microphone stand? And I couldn't. I couldn't. All right. I think we are ready for the next song. All right. Up next, we've got Far Side. Hey, kill not to hate me. 
Guys, this song is not about Gary Larson's fame. Fuck. <laughs> Famed comic strip at all. Uh, I am, imagine. I am scanning this thing for any reference to any of the iconic, you know, I was like, is there going to be a reference to cow tools in here? Is there going to be, you know, any references to cows at all? None whatsoever. A um, little disappointed in that aspect. Honestly, I also thought this sounded kind of like a de-gothed orgy in some ways Hmm. and i wrote in my notes that this man does not care he says i don't care and i for one believe him jenny i believe he doesn't care also share your extreme disappointment (laughs) this was not about the far side that we know but yeah i mean i feel bad saying it but this album is just kind of like okay to me it's it's solid it sounds good uh didn't talk about the cover it's matador it's a matador and a bull on madonna's uh label is this a reference to was it take a bow i think that's the take a bow video is that right if you're gonna reference the take a bow video which i mean for a lot of young men was a bit of a sexual awakening Mm. so did not mean to stir the boner forest but. (laughs) but uh you know, I mean, that's quite a way. I mean, I'm wondering if they were like, hey, this is what we're thinking. And immediately everybody in the Maverick offices was like, you're going to stir some boners with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. You feel that table rumble? <laughs> I think you just stirred some boners. Yeah. I hey, guess- man. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, indeed. You, you stirring some boners? Oh, boy. Uh, I'm just thinking about that cup of water from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I think Someone is stirring the boners. Stirring some boners. Thirteen-year-old is watching the Take a Bow video. You know, another uh, speaking of that interview again. Uh, another question that the interviewer asks, like, who would you want to open for? Which I thought was like a very interesting question because it limit it puts like a real limit on like your level of success. <laughs> the question is like, who would you want to open for? You know, but. This band does seem like a very solid opening band. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, if I'm getting, I'm getting my beer, you know. Maybe I'm getting a beer for my buddy too. You never know. Might be feeling generous that night. I'm, I'm getting the beers tonight, baby. And Unloco's on stage, rocking out. Perfect getting a beer music. Perfect. I mean, Jenny, the, we have to think about this name again. It's not Loco. It's Un loco that's right so maybe we're getting what we paid for i think we are and i'm not mad about it i feel like i sound more down on this than i am not i just it's it's an expectation game Mm -hmm. i played myself um so we did mention at the top of the show that there was another guy in the band and basically he was he left the band he was booted out his name is brian brian arthur and I was going through the liner notes, and they're pretty standard. You get some lyrics. You get some moody photos of the band. But then you get the thank yous, and they're done in this sort of like almost the form of like an arrow. Mm. Um, and it's a, it's a very hard to read block of text, and some of it's distorted with little scratchies. Um, but then I found that the biggest amount of thank yous are from Brian. And I thought, that's interesting. And then as I went through them, 
I realized that Brian, a bit of a jokester, a bit of a comedian. Oh. And I'm wondering if Brian's goofball ways might have put him at odds with the other boys in Unloco. Because as you go through this thing, I mean, he's thanking his mama and his pops, you know, he's thanking his family down in New Orleans. And then all of a sudden, he's like, I got to thank my old roommate, coolest dude. But also, I got to thank Albert Einstein. Also, I got to thank Tyler, Stacy, and Darren and our salads. Also, George Lucas. Tim Armstrong, Billy Joe Armstrong, Neil Armstrong. <laughs> wait, wait, what? And then he goes back, and, and then the, this just goes on and on and on, where he's like talking about this, and then all of a sudden he just starts riffing again. To those brave fighter pilots in the game Galaga, thanks for risking your lives for my entertainment pleasure. Then back into it, thanking somebody named Aaron. And the, yeah, on and on. And I'm wondering if they were just like, dude. Hey man. hey man hey man hey man hey man you gotta cut it out you're out of this band and maybe he was like i'm leaving but i'm taking this mic stand with me enjoy making that video <laughs> <There> you <laughs> go. got you got you yeah you better go be in a ska band with your jokes <laughs> um all right i think we're ready for the next one all right up next we've got panic drop lauren that i'm waiting for yeah you do get to a drop i didn't write what it was i think it's coming up now. okay just didn't want to turn it off too early Matt can't play the whole song, but he would love to. Matt, have you ever found yourself in a scenario where all you knew that you need to do was run and hide? Uh, This song, this song's pretty new metal. We got these rapping verses. Haven't gotten too much rap in this album. Then here we go. We're rapping. We're rapping. Let me tell you, you can do some rap hands to this one, and then you get this chunky chunky clunky bass almost ominous 
At one point he says, I'm just a stain. It's like, this is that new metal, baby. Jenny. What is a stain? This is new through and through, I will say. Yeah. Very, very, very new. Liked the bass on this one. This is, uh, yeah, this is the live video we watched, right? It is. Yes, it is. yes, yes. Okay. He uh, nails the rapping part in the live video. The transition to singing <laughs> the first one, <laughs> definitely. I mean, look, I, oh God, just pray for yourself if you ever see me get on the stage to sing. It's a true horrendous fucking shit fire of a mess. It's terrible. I have no talent for this kind of thing. So, you know, take this for what it's worth. But when he shifted into that first vocal, I was like, oh, oh boy. Um, it's a little tough. I have to say credit where it's due. I was doing that shit live, man. Nobody's fixing nothing. No tracks for that boy. No, 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 no. Look, I, again, we said it a million times. This band has sold more records than we've sold, done more shows than we've done. They opened up on OzFest, you know, like mm-hmm. you shouldn't care what we think is what I'm saying, <laughs> but we are here talking about it. So I will just share, but the, the crowd did seem to love them. Oh yeah. Crowd is very amped. Crowd is into it. I thought the band sounded pretty good considering that. It, I mean, it was, I don't, it wasn't a camcorder video. It was better than that, but it was, um, definitely like a side of stage video for a lot of it but gave me a sense it was a real trip back a real trip back in time to that era there's a lyric here though that i felt i don't know it's one of those things where it's like you, you're almost there but not quite um reality hits me in the stomach aches like a fist in my mouth so what's hurting mm. here is your stomach hurting is your mouth hurt you, you your stomach hurts the way your mouth would hurt too many parts in the body getting hit here. Mm. Which one is representative versus which one is the actual? I I think it's always stomach, you know? Oh, yeah. The stomach is hurting. Yeah. That strikes me as a more, yeah. I mean, it a stomach hurt also is just like something that you can sort of like manage through a day. Like, oh, my stomach hurts, but I'm going. But if your mouth hurts, send me home. Yeah. Just get me out of here. Get me out of here. I'm no, I'm no good to you. If we want confirmation, I could go get River. Oh. <laughs> oh, so, you need a Dr. Dog. You grab that Dr. Dog. I need a Dr. Dog to weigh in on this. He's in the other room, you know, licking his butt, probably. Yeah. <laughs> classic dog move. Oh, classic. Uh, you know, he's a classic dog through and through. Mm. Um, there is not a ton of songmeanings.com comments for this album. On one song, the comment was, was really just, Joey is hot. Um, on this song, the comment is from Kel L, who said this song is awesome. Unloco is a great band. Jenny, is that real fan or plant? I think real fan. I think they would have said more if it was a plant. Mm-hmm. They would have said, hey, man. Hey, man. Unloco. Unloco is the song. Unloco is the band of the summer. That's right. That's exactly right. This Pick it up and turn it up. Yeah. I love Pick to get it in the car with my friends. And as Matt says, pick it up, turn it up. It's all I want. Don't turn it up if you haven't picked it up. Yeah. If it's, 
too loud. You're too old. <laughs> That's right. So this next song, we are pretty sure was in a was in Little Nicky. If Wikipedia is to be believed, I won't be rewatching Little Nicky to report on whether or not it is in Little Nicky. But what a shame! I mean, the holiday season is over, so we missed That's our true. chance. Really Only good. one time a year to see <laughs> boobs on a head, you know, <laughs> and that season has passed. But this one's probably a little Nicky. We'll go with that. Uh, it's called Nothing. I've got. Nothing left for you to take away I know you blame me for every time you walked away So what? You hate me You're everything I seem to do So look back, don't turn away It was my face that you were lying to There we go. I love it. There we go. <laughs> That's the kind of lyric that I want to hear all the time when I'm doing these albums. I want to hear somebody, every word out of your mouth, you shit. Like, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That's the aggression I'm looking for. I wrote in my notes, that's the stuff. Put this on your gym mix. Why wasn't this a single? This feels like money in the bank. This feels like 2001 to the core. It really does. And I want to say I remember hearing this in Little Nicky because I remember thinking, why isn't this on the soundtrack? It should be. Should be. Should be. Should be the single. This is it. This is the one. It's a good one. This one is a bit of a ripper. Yeah. You're revving the pit up. It's got some crunch on it. Rev that pit up, pit up, vroom vroom, vroom vroom, rev it up. I mean, this one has most of the. This has the most comments I think of any song on song meanings for it. And I mean, they're great song meanings content. Uh, uh, content. Uh, B. Wooding says, "I love this song. Guy's got a cool voice." Yes. And then the second comment is from Rocker Chick, who says, "I found a few mistakes in these lyrics, mm-hmm. but I'm sure someone else had noticed." And then, <laughs> po- and then Punani rolled in and said. I have. <laughs> wow. The red ink of the internet. That's right. I'm here to correct. I love it. One very important comment came mm. from crawling in my skin, spelled in a way that is just so incredibly stylized, but it says it's too bad they've split up. They had a lot of potential. <laughs> so we've got uh, some potential. Uh, on Loco, if you could just go down to the counselor's office, they just want to have a little conversation with you about your goals, your hopes, and your dreams, and what is possible for you. Because we feel here at New Metal High School that you have a lot of potential. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Really need to apply yourself. (sighs) 
We know you're capable of more. Something going on at home? Are you okay? Is everything okay? You've been watching the Take a Bow video too many times? Do you need to see the school nurse? <laughs> or do you need us to bring in Dr. Dog? Yes. Yeah. Actually, if you would like to just take a moment and speak to Dr. Dog, <laughs> and I think they will get you right right where you need to be. Right as rain. Right as rain. <laughs> right as rain. <laughs> well, you know, I, I can't help but agree with crawling in my skin. Uh, I do think this band has a lot of potential and I haven't listened to their, their follow-up album yet, but they did break up, did never hear them. So IDK, 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 IDK. All right. What we got next up next, we've got no one. situation here for one suffocation my lord Boom. if there is one mistake i made with this show is that not keeping a running tally of how many times people have said suffocate <laughs> because mm. what a breakdown we'd have but um uh situation where they're talking about suffocation um i shedding my skin i bleed my life um everything's my fault i feel like i feel like this is the rite of passage when you're a new metal band. You got to do at least one suffocation song, you know. Even if you don't release it, even if it's just a B side, just got to do one, one song where you just talk about how you can't breathe. Because you know, some people they'll say, "My suffocation song, yeah, got me this house, got me Ooh. this car," you know. Um, so it's it's not a bad idea. Uh, here though, this one just feels very generic, Jenny. Yeah, I. Uh... I agree. I think the song is fine, but it kind of takes us right back into the sort of generic feel of this record. Again, not bad, not sweeping me off my feet, but it's fine. It's perfectly serviceable, sturdy, you know, Matt, I'm liking it. I like this. This is this is very good rock or roll music. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There you have it. All right. What we got next, Jenny? Uh, Less of. (laughs) 
just going for it man i love that i was listening to this going why is this track nine that is exactly what i was thinking this needs to be bumped up up it up in the track listing baby this is a cd in 2001 you think i'm making it to nine on my first listen come on bump it up what's going on in those maverick offices when you are doing the setup on these track listings I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Jenny, thoughts and less of. Yeah, I mean, I that drop into get back, you know, like, where has this been? This is what I want from you. Yep. Don't you know that? Don't you know that, Unloco, 20 years ago, 22 years ago? Don't you care? <laughs> what I wanted? <laughs> what? You think about me? Me? what about what i wanted uh yeah i I really like this song a lot i was so surprised that this was a little treat waiting for us this this far back in the album but it's hot it's hot yeah we got some lines here about all the lies the lies can be the truth ain't ain't that the truth um, I think at one point he even says you run out of lies. Never, never a good situation if you're a liar and you run out of lies. Make some new lies. What are you doing? I, I was not sure if this was a situation, though, where he was the one who screwed up or they were the one who screwed up. Or uh, maybe it's a, it's a mutual thing. Um, because he just says... Hey, mistakes were made. Mistakes were definitely mm-hmm. made. But he, but he has the line, you just can't let it go. And that makes me feel like... Definitely some mistakes were made on his end. But I'm definitely looking at you I'm while looking. we talk about these mistakes. Yes. And, and and if you could just let that go. Like, that's one where I'm like, what'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. What'd you do? Let it go. Uh, I, I just needed what it is. <laughs> and then I'll let it go. <laughs> it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Well, perhaps a continuation of the theme if we're ready for our next track. Yes. Uh, Reckoning. (laughs) 
All right. All right. They, <sighs> Matt. Bump it up. Bump Matt. it up. Cut some songs. Bump it up. I think I think what happened was is I think Jenny was right is that they're in the Maverick Studios and maybe there is a giant photo from the Take About video. And bonus restern people were not in the state of mind they needed to be in. Mm-mm. They put the they put the set. That's the, all I can figure. That's all I can figure of why this song is buried in the back half of this album. What is happening? Why this see this feels like a band. You know, earlier I was saying like who are these guys? I don't like this feels like okay. This might be the unloco sound. Like this might be their thing. Because he had the aggressiveness and then he transitioned into like not always my favorite vocal style, but a vocal style that is mass appealing plays well has the aggression but then has a softness but able to like do the dance balance it and it's track 10 so confused so confused what were we come on a and r guys get it together plus it has a killer starting line which is what's your problem perfect perfect yeah. what's your problem immediately i'm on the defensive Ooh, good question i gotta think about that for myself Perhaps the A&R guys felt attacked, and they were like, Missed don't ask me. Opportunity. Don't ask me what my problem is. I'm going to bury you at track 10. I, uh, this song rips. It really does, and I can't imagine a situation where saying, what's your problem, gets you where you want to be. <laughs> does that stop no. me from saying, what's your problem, when I'm frustrated sometimes? No. Why would I, why would I stop doing that if I know it doesn't work? But... <laughs> This it works for this song. It took us where we wanted to be. So Yeah. This song has a lot of I mean, yeah, what's your problem? Strong start. Um, there's a line later. Well, it's just, it's, I'm not God, but I can be. Woo. Mm, okay. And uh and then the line here, take your pride, swallow your pride, walk before me, trash you will be. Whoa, slow down <laughs> there, William <laughs> Shakespeare. Ho ho ho. Wow. Trash you will be. Trash you will be. Trash you will be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. There's a, a lot. lot of Yoda just shows up. Yeah. It just shows up. Yeah. Trash you will be. Oh. I do a great Yoda. That's very good. I mean, it sounds great to me. To me, it sounds great. Sounds good. I, I agree. Um, I mean, when you first did it, I said, definitely a Muppet. But I'm sure we'll find out which one soon. And it was Yoda. <laughs> so there oh, you go. So close. So close. I knew it was Yoda. Yeah. You will be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I wrote in my notes, bad relationship. <laughs> I just work. I just work. Keep going. Work it, Keep going. Work it, work it Matt. Work it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you will. <laughs> oh, that was a startled Yoda. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Yoda saw a ghost in that one. <laughs> Yoda must take me. Uh, oh. no. Young Jedi. Uh. Uh. Yoda's going through. He just woke He's up going, in the middle of a dream. <laughs> where am I? Where am I? 
I uh, there is one comment on songmeanings.com. Um, and uh, we'll just see. We'll we'll just I'll read it and we'll talk about the validity. It's from I love Liana, who said I heard this song on the radio months ago, but didn't catch the band name or the title, and I had it stuck in my head the other day. So I decided to do a search for the one for the uh the for the online, and I remembered from the oh from the one line I remembered from the song I'm not God, but I can be, and I found it on here. Tongue emoji, LOL. June 9th, 2002. Wow. Do we believe that I Love Liana heard this song on the radio? Yeah, sure. Who was this amazing radio programmer who was like, forget your single. This is the track, and I'm playing it. Well, this band is from Austin. Mm. Austin's college town. Mm. There you go. There it is. Some enterprising college DJ said, I'm going, you can't tell me what to play. This is Max's Extreme Radio, 1 to 2 a.m. On 88.2 WPXI, baby. W-I-D-R, Kalamazoo, Michigan. (laughs) 1 to 2 a.m. That's right, man. I'm playing nothing but the deep cuts from Unloco. Good stuff. Good stuff. Why is it here so late in the album? I do not know. We may never know. We may never know. I do have a quick cue, though. How respectful of our time is this album? Uh, This album comes in at 45 minutes and 26 seconds. So they're doing the damn thing at 12 tracks, 45 minutes. They're cooking. But they're cooking. But I feel like we're getting our dishes out of order. Mm hmm. Agree, agree, agree. Well, Mm -hmm. let's keep going here. Up next, we've got Whimper. What were they doing? This is this is heat that I needed earlier because I said a bunch of stuff about this band that now I'm rethinking all of it because this back 40 is is manicured perfection to my ears. I really like this. Hey, man, I don't have an answer for you. (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. I don't know. Yeah, this is another one where I'm like, we're getting screams. We're getting raps. We got a party pick going on. Chunky riffing. This is what we want. Why are you track 11? Why aren't you up front? Why were you not a single? Where is Joey's mic stand? 
A lot of questions. Mm. On Loco, All Q's, no A's. Yeah. On Loco tells us, if you can't handle me at my track one through five, you don't deserve me at my track six through 12. Well, that's true. That's very true. Jenny, do we want to go back before we're done with a few more few more Q and A's from this uh from this interview? <laughs> yeah. I think so. How about this one? This is the one that tipped me off that we were dealing with prob- somebody who's probably a child is how do your parents feel about your career? <laughs> uh Joey says they feel great. All of the parents in the band are very supportive about our decisions to choose this kind of career path. They back us one hundred percent no matter what happens. I like this one. If you could play any place in the world, where would it be? And Joey said, at this point in time, Antarctica, because it is fucking hot here in Atlanta. Mm. A mm. bit of wisdom came through here. Uh, how do you think the corporate music world is changing? And Joey says, I think that the world itself is changing, but I don't think the corporate world is changing with it. I think that they're just kind of doing business as usual. They're not realizing that technology is starting to move on without them. And they're doing nothing to compensate for that. So this is why you see a decline in record sales. You see a decline in the industry just in general. They're not evolving with the times. And they need to do something quickly. Mm. This this part, I like this part of the interview. This was a little bit of pushback. Uh, the interviewer asked, do you believe in reincarnation? <laughs> and Joey says, not really. I believe you go to a different place, but I don't think you come back. Follow-up question. If you believed in reincarnation, <laughs> who would you want to be? And Joey was forced to say, a political figure of some kind is easier for them to change the world than musicians. Yes. Talk to Bono. Oh, boy. Talk to Bono. I am reading that spider-man musical book right now and i feel like i've been doing nothing but talking to bono so one of the great books he couldn't what a book. he couldn't change <laughs> the direction of turn off the dark uh, what a book what i i a book. It, it is a good book do recommend um they were asked if you were on a desert island and you could bring one book one cd and one bottle of liquor what would you bring joey says gray goose vodka Frank Sinatra's greatest hits and Henry Rollins' book. Wow. Bring in wow. a Frank Sinatra CD. I had a physical reaction to reading that. I was like, oh, God. Je- Jenny, are you not a fan of Old Blue Eyes? Oh, my God. Look, I think. It looks like Jenny just <laughs> threw up a fedora. I just There's. <laughs> nothing that i want to hear less for the rest of my life other than like truly horrendous things but if we're just on this like superficial and being annoyed level i don't want to hear anybody talk about fucking frank sinatra you can play frank sinatra that's fine with me but i don't want to hear somebody be like oh those guys used to be like it's like the the limo driver and spinal tap (laughs) it's the the music that comes with a story it's yeah it's the whole like you know when frank blah 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 like i don't want to hear another fucking word about it and maybe it's because we have like an old timey like antenna for our tv so like what you get is like a lot of like stations like decades where they're just like in this decade blah 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 like i don't i don't want any more of it frank sinatra like (laughs) why what there was an entire cottage industry 
in the 1970s that was just people going on to Johnny Carson and other talk shows and talking about hanging out with Frank Sinatra. And every now and again, they'd get him to show up, and then they would all just talk about other times they hung out with him. Where they would say, Frank, it's so great you're here. Do you remember the time that you and me? Like, that was it. Hanging out with Frank Sinatra was, as far as I can tell, the greatest thing you could do in the 1950s through 70s. That was the thing, doing something with Frank Sinatra. If Frank Sinatra threatened you, greatest day of your life. Let me tell you about the time Frank almost killed me. Frank, Frank Sinatra almost killed you? That's the, way, the only way your life could be better is if he did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's brisk, baby. That's... <laughs> 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 you come to Roach Coach for these world class impressions. That's right. And references to Lipton Brisk commercials. Uh, let's, mm. one more, one more. Uh, I think we should uh, close out this incredible interview, which, um, Jenny, what website can they go to if they want to read this entire interview? You can go to musicinsider.com and just do a little search for Unloco, and you'll certainly find it. Yeah. Also, no, Insider is spelled I-N-C-I-D-E-R. <laughs> and um, it, he asks, uh, uh, Joey's asked, what is your favorite quote of all time? He says, my favorite quote is from Janis Joplin. I go out there and make love to 25,000 people, and at night I go home alone. Hey, it's a lonely road. It's a lonely road. Which takes us to... Our last track that's right last track on this album is bystander that long moody closer that yep. was oh so very popular in the late 90s and early 2000s on loco not gonna miss out on a chance to do that i say when he's growling and he's screaming i wrote yes let's go that's where i'm at has kind of an epic last couple of minutes kind of builds to something i think if if the front half of this album was 
stronger, I probably would have been more receptive to this. I think since it only really picks up in the back half, I was a little bit, I was like, already we're done and we're doing this. I could have used another ripper, but it is what it is. Not bad overall. Jenny? Yeah, I agree. Uh, classic outro song. I think, yeah, I, it just, there was like just a lot of waves to this in terms of, of buy-in, I think, from me. And so when I got here, I was like, this is this is decent, but I'm still thinking about how we really waited too long to get to some of the best stuff on this record, in, in my opinion. So it was just fine by me this last track matt yeah i you no, know, it started and i was like oh i know what this is i don't want this i don't like this at all but i know what it is and it you know you this is a typical last track but for me it's like i don't need it i don't you know it's i'm sure it gets to the point where it starts to rip but getting there sometimes it's like, I don't want to climb this hill. True, true. Too true. And that's the album. That is Healing by Unloco. And now it's the part of the show where we talk about Cannon Talk. Jenny, we'll start with you. So this album obviously much recommended i thought it was good i really did enjoy it um you know we asked the question earlier in the episode do they have a bodies i'm not sure but if there was a bodies i'd say it probably is nothing um that would be the closest thing for me i think this is a solid record i enjoyed it I would recommend somebody listen to it, but I don't know if there was anything that that struck me for the canon necessarily. And I'm curious to hear what you all think. Hmm. Well, first, I want to say to both of you, hey, man. Hey, Hey, man. man. And, uh, you know, this album is not bad, but it oftentimes feels unremarkable, especially in the first half. And it has some cool moments that definitely caught me. Certainly the... um, trash you will be i'm not a god but i can be that whole bit in reckoning very much enjoyed that but i don't think there's anything that quite gets to gotta have it in the canon i think gotta put it on your gym mix for sure Ooh, you got that gym mix and you're like i need i need some hot tunes to accompany the clanks and noises of the gym talking to you chris fortin talking to you baby (laughs) talking to all them all them gym heads. Where are my gym heads Where at? Where my gym heads at? Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not sure what type of workout you need to do, then go see your doctor dog. That's and exactly he will tell right. you all the best ways to get yourself into shape. <laughs> In this crank new that yoke. That's right. It's a new year. New you. Something to think about. That's so right. yeah, nothing for the canon, but certainly you could throw a couple of these on the old gym mix. Matt. I will say that I started the record kind of lukewarm. Wasn't there. Really got me heated up at the end of it. Really happy with uh, kind of the run from nothing to whimper of nothing, no one, less of reckoning and whimper. Really got me on the side of the band. that, And I liked, uh, I want to say I liked reckoning so much 
And now, uh, a few moments away from it, I really can't even tell you what the song sounded like. So I'm going to probably say nothing for the canon, but a strong, strong effort in the back half. Really, uh, really do think that that belongs on many a gym mix. Yeah, and that gym mix. And hey, listen, they got another record. They've already been pointed out in the comments in songmeans.com as a band with potential. So, oh, well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe the next record, maybe they get the sequencing right. Maybe they get it all figured out. We'll have to find out. I definitely, I am curious to know what happens on the next Unloco record. Same. All right. Well, there you have it. Unloco, head on over to that gym mix. And uh, that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're on all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com, with your recommendations, your thoughts, your questions. And until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.